You're listening to Around Comics Book Club episode on True Story, Swear to God, Archives, Volume 1. Chicago, this is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where normally every week we have a revolving panel of yeah, guests, but, uh, but not me. this week. It's, re- it's reductive. <laughs> this is you and me, my friend. This is uh, a little different uh, type of episode than our normal Monday episodes. This is our book club episode on the... Is this uh, the, coming out on a Monday or just during the week? I think it's going to be on a Friday, so a little... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a little treat before the weekend. Yeah. This is our, our, our much-delayed, much-anticipated... Oh God, yeah, I read this book months ago. Well, you know, it, our our book club selection is uh, is true story. Swear to God, uh, archives volume gonna, one. Are we going to get serious about doing this book club? Are we going to be serious yeah. about? How about uh, every two months? Is that okay. more realistic? No, I'm, 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 well, okay. I, I I really I, I I'm enjoy- not saying this accusatory. No. I'm well, just this saying is, like this let's is the thing. get a is I really I really enjoyed this book and I'm glad that you we picked a huge book. I I picked like a 500 page archive and <laughs> that's why I've chosen New X Men Omnibus. Read <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, it, it, yeah, it was it was folly. It was we'll call this Neesman's folly. Neesman's folly, yes. But uh, um, Jesus Christ, I almost knocked over everything. This uh, uh, this archive uh, is uh, is published by Image Comics, and uh, uh, the best thing Image has done is embrace the black and white yeah. archive reprint. Which uh, you know, uh, we'll we'll touch base on that probably to uh, to start things off here in, in, in just a minute. But uh, this is uh, this is Tom uh, Tom Beeland's uh, true story about a real life romance, and uh, and it retails from Image Comics uh, for uh, nineteen ninety nine. It was uh, available through InStockTrades.com. I believe <laughs> I believe that they're sold out, but you can still get it at uh, Amazon yeah. for uh, thirteen dollars and fifty nine cents. So. Uh, it is available there, and and really for a um, for the amount of content in this book, it's uh, it's over 520 pages. Yeah, it's it's a lot of content. You it, get your money's worth. Absolutely. Um, uh, Chris, so, mm-hmm. did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. did quite you? a bit. Quite a bit. It uh, um, for folks that uh, uh, that have read like Jeffrey Brown's stuff. Yes. Um, it, it it definitely has uh, an auto. It, it is an autobiography. Yeah, it is. It's uh, about uh, Tom Beelan meeting his uh, f- uh, future wife at the mm-hmm. time at Disney World, and she's from Puerto Rico, and he lives in California. He's, and a, they he's have, a cartoonist. He's or, a cartoonist you know, for, uh, and she's for a newspaper. A, a radio personality in Puerto Rico, and just the story of them getting together and him moving to Puerto Rico, and just long distance relationships and things like it's. Very much a slice of life comic, but it's also, uh, I, I would also put it in the realm of the same element of uh, of fantasy that draws people to superheroes. Not because yeah. it's fake, but because it's such an awesome story that you 
would want to happen to you. But the, it's real. Yeah, but he, it's real. He, yeah, he's he's. Uh, it's an amazing story. Yeah, he's thirty five years old. He, uh, in the book and, and in his real life, because this is very much his real yeah, life. This and, is him. And you get that feeling. Is that he's thirty five years old? He's happy where he lives. He's happy. He'd been married once already and had mm-hmm. been divorced very quickly. Happy with his life has kind of come to the uh, his personal realization that he's going to be single and he's okay with that and and he enjoys his life and. Then all of a sudden he meets this woman that absolutely turns his life upside down. and Yeah, at a bus stop at yeah. Disney World that he took on a trip from one of his coworkers who got a, a, a ticket to Disney World. So he went instead of him and he, he met this woman. And, and pissed that guy off. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's, it has all the really great elements of a great – slice of life story it has incredibly poignant moments of mm-hmm. when um when she i and now i'm just i'm forgetting her name lily 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 uh puerto rico's that's okay because he, he forgot how to spell it yeah, he <laughs> forgot how to spell it, and he spelled it wrong in the comic yeah because he was writing the comic while he was with her and he showed her the first issue i mean this is a a, a collection of self-published like it they was start, like a weird st- started yeah. as mini comics and yeah. then uh um as it gets in, into the book deeper it, it kind of details how he took these these uh comics that he kind of done for himself yeah and uh and then turned and them she into convinced mini, mini, him yeah, to, to make mini comics sell, i mean it it has elements of weird sadness where she's in a hurricane and he's worried about her it's got selfishness where he's has to move to puerto rico and he's being kind of a dick about the fact that he goes through total culture shock culture shock it's really funny at parts uh it 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 is truly a slice of life. It's got mm-hmm. all the elements because nobody's life is all sad. Nobody's life is all funny. You know, Nobody, yeah, it's, I, I, it is. It's a real slice of life. I felt that as I was reading it that there were there were parts in in the series that, um, just like life had ups and downs, and yeah. there were parts of the story that I don't want to say that they were laborious to get through, but there were definitely parts of the book that I enjoyed more than others, and there were just kind of like these valleys in his life as he's wrestling with uh, this long-distance relationship, and if there's going to be a future, something's going to have to give, and that was, you know, hard to get through for anyone that's had to go through a long-distance relationship, but then there were other parts of the book that were hilarious and page-turners that, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to put it down, and so it's very much like real life in that, that there were, there were, you know, peaks and valleys in in his story yeah and the the artistic style because he's both the writer and the artist of it mm-hmm. is it, it's a cartoony style mm-hmm. i would say he's I, a fabulous cartoonist oh yeah it, it it's great a tremendous amount of personality mm-hmm. with it within the story that he tells and i it, i loved it i i gave it to my fiance to read because really? i would think it would be mm-hmm. something that she would really enjoy i don't know if she's actually right because she's in grad school but i can't I, <laughs> I i gave it to her uh, I, it struck me so much because uh, in my own relationship with my fiance, we've had long distance. She lived in Bangladesh for like six months. That's long distance. Yeah, she lived in St. Louis. I live in Chicago. Now she lives in Pittsburgh, and I live in Chicago. And I, 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 I really enjoyed how he portrayed sort of the much more modern relationship. Like, it's not. Life isn't anymore because of the way how much the world has shrunk where people – you meet someone in your hometown and you marry him and you 
live in your hometown and that's what happiness is whether they just, are your cousin or not yeah and you're in this little world and we live in this world where you meet people from everywhere and sometimes mm-hmm. you connect with someone from a long a very far distance Thousands away of miles and away. you have to figure out what that means and like do you drop your life to go there and that's very scary to drop your life to follow somebody else because there's no nothing is guaranteed in any sort of relationship, and that's very much what this book is about. Is about well, he well, he makes the point of it is that he had lived in Napa Valley his entire life, yeah. and his family was from Napa Valley. He was the only one of his family that had stayed there his entire yeah. life. Everyone else had had moved to to Texas or or other parts yeah. of the country and then come back eventually. He was the only one that stayed there and yeah. that was his home. It was the only home that he ever knew. And there's a tremendous um security blanket that that you wrap around yourself whenever you have lived in one yeah, place your life. Yeah, I mean one of the, the best scenes in this book is when that giant bug flies at him when <laughs> the he's cockroach. like the giant co- yeah, it, it's just so funny and so so a culture shock moment of like I live in a place where there's giant fucking cockroaches yeah. and they're flying around and there are there are feral cats that will eat those giant cockroaches. Yeah, I mean just like this, it's so true, uh, and that and that feeds into like the weird fantasy part because I think sometimes um, slice of like slice of life comics get the tag of like uh, sad sack comics yeah. or they get like the oh yeah my job sucks type comics where the, this one really I, I think captures the actual sort of nature of what somebody's life is like there's ups and downs yeah. and but he's dealing with you know all, all these things in his life and then there's this amazing relationship that comes in and shakes everything up and what's what's interesting about it is that it's a mature relationship they're both set in their careers they they have lives and this romance just puts all of that on its head but it it is a a modern and mature relationship they're they're looking at this relationship through you know a 30 mid 30s perspective yeah it's not sort of like the 16 year old view of like what a relationship would be like it's very they've both been disappointed by things in the yeah. past and but at the same time this relationship is all consuming and and yeah. he it she is all that he can think of and yeah. and um i i think the same thing from from her you know perspective she's fallen in love with this man so it, it, it it's one of the best love story comics I've ever read, and it, it's tremendously fun in that sense. Because but not over romanticized. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not over romanticized. I it, it's it's honest in the fact that the meeting, the original meeting, is extremely romantic, but reality after that is often not romantic at all. And it's that's what really struck me about this book, and I think it, it's. It's so fun to read. It's like this weird escapism, but not an escapism in the sense that you're going to fly away and fight aliens or something. It's escapism and like you can get wrapped up in somebody's life who's really just sort of spilling their guts about like how their relationship went. Because it just as the title says, it's a a true true story, story, swear to God. God. And what's funny is that he is a lifelong comics book comic fan and and an aspiring cartoonist and there's there's one moment in the book 
where there are capes that show up and it's a dream that he has yeah. and you know that as a cartoonist he's just like I I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. dying to draw this I just I, I I just love the fact that image collected all that stuff and put it out I just think it's it it's a real testament to what image can do as a company to collect that type of thing and put it out there it's so different from uh, you know your capes and cowls, your monsters, your spies, your alien invaders. Well, people that aren't familiar with the Image Archive yeah. program, it, very similar to the DC Showcase or the Marvel Essentials. The, essential, yeah. the biggest difference is that well, Image has only been around for you know, 15 plus years, so any of the comics that are going to be in those archives are relatively new. Where yep. all the DC and Marvel stuff, you know, 30, 40, 40 years, years ago, old. They've been putting out the Noble Causes stuff. They've been mm -hmm. putting out Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon. I mean, I, it, it's an awesome way to get caught up in extremely modern comics mm -hmm. and from a company that's put out such different stuff. I mean, to think that uh, the same people that had their name on Savage Dragon had their name on True Story, I swear to God. Yeah. And, uh, Tom Beelan stuff is just, it's amazing. And I know that um, uh, earlier this year he'd been talking about not, uh, he had to stop doing the comic for various mm -hmm. reasons. It just wasn't making uh, money. Yeah, and he had some health health issues yeah, that he was dealing with. It was uh, getting in the way of him being able to, you know, to draw uh, to draw the comic. And I would just urge people to, if you like slice of life stuff, you absolutely need to read True Story. Swear to God. And if you like it, you need to tell him that you like it because yeah. it would mean the world. Because it's obvious. This is it's this guy's life. Yeah. I mean, it's and it warts and all. I mean, he doesn't shy away from showing the bad parts of himself. I yeah. mean, if anything, he he put he puts it all he out puts there. It all out. It, his own insecurities, his own yeah. failings. I mean, there there are points where he's just I am an asshole, and yeah. and he, he, and he realizes it. Yeah. He, and he puts he, it he puts it in he there. Puts it right in there, and it's just it, it, it's it's a it's a great book, and it, it's such a unique. It's a true vision from somebody. It's one of those occasions when an artist, in or you know, he's the artist, he's the writer. It's mm -hmm. his vision. It's exactly. The book that he wants to put out. I think a lot of it is in the first issue. It even it's funny because it's um, being so autobiographical. It's self-referential. Yeah. Um, he, you know, we get to read the first issue, and then in later issues, he shows Lily the first the issue. first issue, and he doesn't want to put it out, and she's like, "Oh, you have to put this out," and she she's the one that pushes him to go to conventions and mm -hmm. sell him as many comics, and it's just like. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's that whole sense. I mean, it's the complete story of how this story uh, gets out, and it, it's great. I, lo I love the convention story, by the way. Oh, it, when he's hanging. He, uh, um, the story in the book is that uh, is that he's he's had a very a very successful first day yeah. at his very first convention, and he's hanging out at the hotel bar and. I remember the first time that I went to a convention and yeah. hung out at the hotel bar and realized that comic book creators were real, you know, uh, yeah. living, breathing people. Talk to but, you. Yeah. yeah. And he um, he meets a guy who's a store owner in Santa Cruz, and the guy comes back a few minutes later and says, "Hey, why don't you come on over here? Some of my friends are 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 you know having having drinks. You know, come over and introduce yeah. you." And it's Jeff Smith and Frank Miller and yeah. Kurt Busiek, and they all and, treat him. Just like another creator, person, yeah. yeah. Like, and it blows him away that he is in this situation where mm -hmm. all these people that he respects are like, 
acknowledge him as just a peer and there's nothing weird or like there's no fame level to it they're just all talking and hanging out and yeah. he's hammered and then he calls yeah, Lily. My, my, much like me at a convention yeah. he drinks way too much uh, yeah he drinks way too much he calls Lily. he's like oh, i met frank miller and frank miller just talked to me like, jeff, talked smith. To me. <laughs> jeff smith just talked to me like i was just some other you know like another artist and it, yeah it, it's cool because you see someone like that in that situation where he's like oh you know, every I'm just somebody else selling comics, and yeah. there's no big egos involved in this type of stuff. And yeah, I'm do- there's and great I'm, moments like that. Yeah, and I'm doing this because this wonderful woman that I've met is the one that that you know spurred yeah, me on. She's the reason why on. he got to meet Jeff Smith and Frank Miller and yeah. got to talk to them and and hang out with them. Anyway. You know, um, uh, I've never met Tom Beland or his wife, but yeah. uh, there's another comic book couple here in Chicago that they from from reading this book because after you read this book you feel like you do know them yeah um art baltazar and his wife rose i yeah i imagine them being art could do a story similar to uh i think art has done um uh, a story very similar to this it's um oh gosh i'm gonna forget the name of it it's uh uh the uh, amoeba and me i'm gonna big amoeba big, big amoeba yeah and it's and it's basically art's true story swear to god but you know rose art's wife is very much like lily in this book that she is the one that pushed him and said no art you have to you have to follow your dream you have to do this and and yeah it's 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 a very heartwarming story uh i love the relationship uh between tom and his brother oh yeah it's great it's very funny uh when they go to the Football the, game. The football, the, <laughs> what, what was it? The NFC Championship game between the 49ers and Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. And they get the photo passes on the sideline, and his brother wears a Cowboys jersey. Uh, and it's like you can't wear you that. You can't wear that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's a 49. They're at, they're at Candlestick for yeah. the, uh, for the game. I mean, it, it's all it's all little moments like that, all very funny moments, and it's not just all like. Uh, I went out on a date and it didn't go well. I mean, it's stuff like the comic book convention. It's stuff oh, like sure. the football game. Oh, I, I love the uh, um, the constantly referring to the temperature. Because when yeah. Lily would come to San Francisco, she's from Puerto Rico. It was cold. It was yeah. like 65 degrees. She's like, you live in Alaska. And, and you would go to Puerto Rico and it'd just be horrible, <sighs> constantly hot. Constantly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it's all. It, it's hard to describe in that sense because... It goes all over mm-hmm. with a lot of the humor and a lot of the uh, the, the storytelling elements. There, it's not just straight like I went on a date tonight. We went to the movie. Yeah. We had an argument after the movie. You know, it, it goes it goes in all the sort of weird directions that actual life. Yeah, goes in. yeah. Right? It's 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 his thoughts on stuff, his views on things, um, what's going on in, in the world around you, but how this how this woman basically. Uh, impacts everything uh y- you do notice as you're as you're as you're reading it that the majority of it is all first person uh from tom's perspective yeah. there are a few moments in the book that you get these snippets of what lily is doing in either puerto yeah. rico or, or wherever and uh and i like that they that they did that and they were always in really short bursts that that he would put those in well it's almost the, because of the nature of the book is it went from like a mini comic mm-hmm. to there there's the the qual not not the quality but like the tone of it changes a little bit because it becomes a little bit more sure of itself and the book evolves yeah he becomes a little bit I think a little bit more sure of how to tell the story but mm-hmm. it, it just all adds to the charm because there's no pretense that it's Lord of the Rings or it's like Star Wars it's this guy's life and yeah. 
uh, the fact that it evolves and how it's told just folds into it because he, as he becomes uh, he gains confidence because you see it in the story as he gains more confidence in that this is a story worth telling the story gets told in a different way yeah i actually it it did pick up um steam for me yeah. that at about the about the midpoint of of the archive i was like okay yeah you know you you really felt like you knew this person you were vested in yeah. in you know in all of the characters not just tom and lily but but their families and friends and as you began to care more about them the storytelling was smoother and and it it, it flowed in ways that that moved the story along and and made it even more engrossing and captivating so yeah, yeah. i mean it, it's it, it's a really truly unique book mm-hmm. that I uh, I I loved it. I'm glad it's there. I'm I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad, I'm glad Image is there to put that exactly. collection of this stuff out because <laughs> I imagine it's probably hard to get a hold of all of it now. So get get to Amazon. Get you know mm-hmm. wherever you can get this book. Get a hold of it if Absolutely. you like slice of life comics. It's, I, it's I, awesome. Yeah, I I really I really enjoyed it quite a bit. So um, hats off to uh, uh, to Tom Beland and his lovely wife Lily. Yeah, who, uh, who, radio personality. Yeah. If yeah, uh, Tom Beland is on uh, Twitter. Oh, is he good? Yeah, good. I need to, I need to uh, follow he, him. Um, he you can find him. You nice. can find him around. You read the books. Make sure you like it. You know what's what, you what's like what's funny is uh, uh, he talks. Uh, you know, whenever he met her at, at that bus stop, had no idea who she was. Just a nice lady from Puerto Rico, and he moves there and finds out that she's a celebrity in yeah, Puerto Rico. Yeah, a celebrity in Puerto. Everyone knows who she is. Yeah. yeah, she's been a TV and radio personality for like twenty years, and and so she you know he kind of gets thrown into this kind of like pseudo celebrity yeah. status you know doing like interviews and whatnot and it's kind of funny from the comic book perspective that you know i don't know who she is but now i know tom because of this book yeah. and so he's kind of like a little mini comic book celebrity uh, a little mini now, comic, so. yeah yeah. It, it, yeah and that's all part of the culture shock and mm-hmm. all it, it all feeds into it it's a great little story yeah yeah so good stuff um all done with that? Yeah, I think right. so. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you to uh, to Tom Beeland for for making such yes. a, a fantastic story and uh, um, keep on cranking them out. We'll definitely uh, definitely Get keep our eyes yeah. open for that. Um, and thank you for once again for Image for uh, uh, presenting this in such an easy to buy and uh, and digest archive oh, awesome. archive awesome. edition. Awesome. So even though um, uh, Tom, because of you. Uh, Tom Beeland, I'm never going to suggest a 500 plus page <laughs> book for <laughs> our for our the, book club. Yeah, no, never pick a 500 page book for the book club. So never again. The book I picked though is pretty fucking dense. So. Yeah, what's uh um? Won't you unveil your book club selection? Uh, I believe uh, the title is The Adventures of Luther, Luther Arkwright. Is mm-hmm. that the is that the actual so. title of it? Uh, by uh, uh, it's by Brian Talbot. Yeah. No, I just got thrown into a situation. I picked it weeks ago. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the story, uh, Luther Arkwright, it's a, it's sort of a multiverse yes. story. It uh, is the the adventures of, of Luther Arkwright okay. by Brian Talbot from Dark. Uh, did Dark Horse put out the, the uh, the trade of it? Correct, I believe so. They put out the second one. They must have put out the first one. Uh, we're waiting to find out. Yes. If you don't, if you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Dark. If you're not familiar with it, it is a uh, tale of a uh, multiverse world where there's alternate worlds and one man who can travel between all of them. It's ex- it's dense, it's black and white, and it's awesome. 
Uh, it is all the stuff. If you love uh, sci-fi alternate dimension stuff, this is where all the ideas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're Morse. We're if you like the Morrison multiverse stuff, you need to read this stuff because it is right in that same wavelength of where it's going. And the art is awesome. Uh, I've exposed myself as a huge Brian Talbot fan because mm-hmm. I've talked about Alice in Sunderland, and I love uh, I, I, um, uh, Tale of One Bad Rat. Great artist. It's it's a dense book. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. you you're Great. Gonna Just what I needed. Another dense read. It's not 500 fucking pages, but... <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's a de- it, it is a dense read, but it's very enjoyable, very sci-fi. I think it's a uh, it, it's a little different tone from the other books of the month we've done because I think it it goes a little bit more towards the sci-fi edge. Cool. Than we've gone in a while. Oh, I've I not think, read it, so I'm looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, it. it's going to be awesome. And Sal said he's going to be in on the conversation next time. Yeah, so. Sal loves Sal loves the Brian Talbot. Yes, he does. Yeah, there <laughs> it, is, is. it is. Uh, it is published by by Dark Horse. It is the Adventures of Luther Arkwright, and it's the uh, um, the first volume, uh, and it is available at InStockTrades.com for uh, twelve dollars and thirty two cents. Yeah. So you can't uh, can't beat that. So uh, uh, you can also uh, grab I'm it at, uh, at Amazon for a little bit more than that. So twelve eighty nine. Yeah, so it's uh, if it's, you're out of the country. If you're out outside the U.S., it's it's a great book. Read it. All right, we're gonna have a great time talking about it. I'm I'm looking it's forward fun. to doing that. And uh, and it's t- insane. Yes, the book's and, fucking insane. And it is it is uh, it, it's the beginning of March. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this in April. What? Okay. We're, we're gonna do we're gonna do our episode on it in <laughs> April. At the beginning of April, or the end of April. Sometime in the month of April. Can we do after April fifteenth? Yes. Okay. <laughs> After tax day. Uh, yeah, April 16th. I think the 15th is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So maybe whatever the weekend after that. All right. All right. I'm going to so, start reading it now because I'd lo- I could read that book a thousand times. I'm going to try and You try find and... something new every time. All right. Okay. Well, once again, uh, um, this is a little bit different episode. This is our, our book club episode. So if you want uh, uh, more regular around comics goodness. Just if you want the, the ribbon. Uh-huh. You want the... The, the shit humor you want, sort of the lowbrow. Come back yeah. on Monday. Any other episode. <laughs> any other episode than this one. So we will have a, a new full-length episode out on Monday. So uh, thanks for everyone that uh, that listened to this and uh, participated in our book club selection. hope you enjoyed it. If uh, you liked up. what we heard, buy the book. Because yes. this is one of those books where... Uh, you getting it actually matters to yes, the it, person. It does like, matter. It does matter to him. So Absolutely. if you like what you hear, pick it up and, and read it. it. It is worth reading. Yeah, and it's going to connect with you on some yeah. level. It's uh, it's good. If you're stuff. normal, if you don't have like a weird relationship to, <laughs> if you're scared of women, read keep keep reading Batman. <laughs> All right, everyone. Sorry, I like Batman. (laughs) Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We'll be back again on Monday with another full-length episode of Around Comics. In the meantime. In in between time. Thank you, sir. We'll be everywhere in and and around around comics. comics. Frightened women.